This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Clinton and I are uh, walking out of the movie's bistro holding hands and all the camera guys are like, oh, are you guys like freaking doing it? And I'm like, no, man, neither one of us wants to let go of the last breadstick. <laughs> the breadsticks there are great maze balls. Unreal. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook. And what up, what up, everybody? Dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. My name is Hayes Davenport. I'm here with Sean Clemens. What up, what up? We uh, are sort of a gentleman about town in, in Hollywood, uh, where the movies industry is. And something we like to do is to teach other people how to become famous in Hollywood. And one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they're trying to be Hollywood guys is in the, when they're pitching movies. And when you have the opportunity to pitch a movie to a Hayes or a Sean or to a Spielberg or a Vince Vaughn Mm -hmm. or to an Owen Wilson Mm -hmm. or a Luke Wilson Mm -hmm. or an Andrew Wilson, Mm -hmm. you don't want to squander that opportune. You want to make the most of it. So we do a segment on the show that people love called Pitch Perfectly. I can't tell you how many times early in my pitching career when I kind of just moved out here, I don't think I'd even unpacked my clothes, where I would pitch a movie and the guys would be like, great, let's let's do it. Let's do the movie. And I'd be driving home and that's when I'd have like the – like the forehead slap moment. The lightning bug moment. do a big face palm Uh and be like – why didn't I pitch myself into that friggin' movie? Yes, and I remember when I had first moved out here, and I don't even think I had put on shoes yet. I think I was still in, like, slipper socks. And I was pitching, you know, 10, 15 movies a day, and they were getting made. And then I would be on my moped just sort of cruising back towards my house, and I would have that moment that Mm -hmm. we all think of, the sort of moment where you just jam your thumb in your eye and you go like, you stupid, and you and you are so mad. And I'd go, why didn't I put myself in that movie? Mm-hmm. People, this is a mistake you see a lot. Some people know their way around it, but they'll pitch a movie and they'll forget to pitch themselves into it too. Here's an amateur, a huge amateur mistake that you'll see. Yeah. So uh, you're some nobody, you're Engineer Sam or mm-hmm. you're some loser. Mm-hmm. And you are at a luncheonette and you meet somebody who's charming and famous. Let's think of an example. Okay, I've almost got one, Ian Summerhalder. And you're with <laughs> Ian and you leave and you go... That guy should be in movies. And the next day at your movie pitch, you go, I want to write something for Ian Summerholder. Ian Summerholder is going to be the guy who invents Gatorade. And they love it. And they want to make it. 
And then you realize, why didn't you just go, and this is what Hayes and I always do if we meet someone famous or cool, an Ian Summerholder type, we go, I want to write a movie for Ian Summerholder and me. Mm-hmm. The and me is so important and probably even more important than Ian Summerholder. And these days I leave Ian out of the pitch. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, just an example of a time. Uh, these are friends of ours who made this mistake uh, when uh, Nat Faxon and Jim Rash were pitching The Descendants. Mm. Good friends. We were sort of community freaks. Uh, six seasons of the movie. Uh. And a movie and a, and a theme park. <laughs> yeah, we love all the little inside stuff. Uh, the internet. Uh, the, those guys were pitching that movie, and the movie is fine. It's a fine movie. But um, they, they pitch it sort of like – uh, George Clooney is an attorney, and he's the sole trustee of kind of his his family's trust, and he's deciding whether or not to to sell the land or to keep to it to make the a life bigger. Or make and at it the smaller, same time, yeah. his uh, his wife is in a boat accident, and she's in a coma. But Smashed he, a boat with her head, or but something. he he finds out that uh, at the same time she has been unfaithful to him with uh, Matthew Lillard. And so he and Shailene Woodley and his other daughter go to to find Matthew to get answers about uh, his his wife's. Infidelity. Bo Bridges, yeah. If we're pitching that movie, we'd go. So George Clooney's an attorney in Hawaii, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we go, but you never see him. Yeah, you never see him. That's in the background. Meanwhile. Yeah, meanwhile. The two of us are friggin' laying out on the beach, like, chilling with, like, sipping out of a half a coconut. Snapping thongs, right? Straight up sharking girls. Splashing around. Uh, the other coconuts kind of hanging off our ding dogs as we're like, yeah doing pranks of the, like beach pranks and stuff, beach pranks, sand in the in the drink, sand in the food, all the famous beach pranks, mm-hmm. cranking up a sea dew and being like <laughs> hitting a wave and getting air and being like wow. And yeah. you, it, like as soon as it looks like you're gonna wipe out, you like do a flip, and then suddenly you're yeah. like right side up. Again and it's and, like, yeah, you're fine, and you splash the nerd, and the nerd's yeah. like mangling scenes. And Shailene Woodley is still there, and she's like our girlfriend, and she's like really down to earth and chill, but like she also knows how to like be sort of a freak sometimes. But at the same time, there is a more traditionally hot girl that wants us, and we're. Boning her and the whole time going like, but isn't our conversations with Shailene even better? Right. And can we have it all? Mm-hmm. And that's what's so chill about Shailene as a girlfriend that like she understands that like you know like for us to be able to experiment and stuff it actually makes our bond a little bit stronger. Yes. With her because we can appreciate like when I was boning that traditionally hot girl, we had literally nothing, nothing to, talk, to about. talk about yes and, and it was so like, they're like that's to shailene's benefit right and exactly and 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 that's exactly right and how you can uh, like do the boning and not have to worry about it so much anymore you just like and we're not all boned out after that one no, girl we still no. have something for shailene and mm-hmm. i think that's a really important message and sometimes it gives you something to think about when you're boning like your chill down to earth girlfriend like some other good bone that you like had recently mm-hmm Yes, and so there's sort of that message, and then maybe at the end Clooney pops up over the credits, like there's like a bonus scene with him. I guess we'd be there too, but maybe it's us with Clooney. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it's still the Descendants. Like you still do have the Clooney aspect. Oh sure, but doesn't this movie sound 
more marketable, more fun, more funny, more cool. And is an opportunity for you, the pitch. I mean, you know, that that is a big part of it. It's an opportunity for you to get your brand out there in a way that you can't just by like writing a bunch of words for other people to say. Like if you're you're the one pitching the movie, you control what's in the movie. You might like you might as well put yourself in there. Yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't go like to pitch a big company or something to like a bank bank guy and be like, here's this like really great company, I have a really awesome idea I want to do for like friggin' the Starbucks guy to do instead. Why would you do that? It's the it's opposite of what you'd want to do. Uh you don't see people on Shark Tank uh, going in and going like, ooh, I've got a new way for moms to uh, change like sheets that they, you know, their kid pissed on or whatever. And then going like, and fucking give all the money to uh, the fucking, just, like, you know, the, um, uh, like the Dunkin' Donuts or, guy yeah. or whatever, or the Tinker Toys, you know, dude, when the money gets made and make sure he's famous afterwards. It's like why it makes no sense. Why would you ever do that? No one would watch that. And so to me, I'm almost pissed <laughs> at a really fun way to think about before your pitch meeting, just think about one of your favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Give the one line pitch of the movie. Hey, what's one of your favorite movies from the past 10 years? Uh you know I loved Hugo. Okay. Hugo. So the one-line pitch of that is some no-name fucking kids doing some weird time travel bullshit and Scorsese's like, you know, taking a nap. Um, (laughs) So I would say you picture that. You go, okay, I don't want to – I don't want to pitch that, but could I add something to that one-line pitch to make the movie better? And for Mm me, it's – you go – some bullshit ass fucking no name kid who's never gonna do jack shit is doing mm-hmm. some time travel thing or whatever in 3D. Uh-huh. And I'm there. I'm like his little friend. Like, I'm walking on my knees with like shoes on my knees. So I'm mm-hmm. like a little kid too, but I'm like sort of horny. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and like forced perspective stuff. Yeah. So I look so small and I'm so horny and so s- small <laughs> that when I'm like, Let's say I let's say I wind up like, uh, you know, we're leaning over a balcony. I fall out of the rafters and I land in some chick's bazongas. I'm so small that the way they can do it with technology now, and I think Scorsese knows how to do this, Mm -hmm. is it looks like the bazongas are the size of me, you know, and I'm like, that's a playground for me, comedically as an actor and sexually, it's a playground. Mm And then that robot shows up, and he's like, whatever. He does, like, he writes books or some boring bullshit. Yeah. And I'm, I show up, and I'm like, not anymore. And I, like, turn it into, like, a fingering machine. Yeah. I, I just fucking take a screwdriver, jam it in the back of the robot, twist it, and go, this should be a little more fun. Slip my shades down from off my forehead, sit back, and watch. And he's fingering whoever. And it could be somebody funny, too. You know, it doesn't always have to be someone sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be an old lady, or it could even be, like, the prime minister's butt. Mm-hmm. Or Chloe Moretz. I mean, she was in the first one. I don't see any reason to not use her again for something like that. 
Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, like, oh, you can't use her to be, like, fingered in a movie because, like, I don't even know why, but, like, some people... Well, it's just all this PC stuff that's happening now. I know. I think because she needs to be, like, multicultural or something, like, because she's... Or she has to finger herself so she's an active protagonist or whatever, and it's just one of those notes that it's, like, it's a technical note. (laughs) We have a great guest today. We've been uh, interested for a long time in having uh, serious actors who like do like can be sad in movies and be scared because uh, we've had so many comedy people on, uh, and and so Zach Guilford, the star of Friday Night Lights and uh, the upcoming uh, The Purge Two. Uh, is going to be joining us to, to to talk about his his craft very soon on Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook. So I'm in Dash with Sarah Michelle mm-hmm. Geller, and um, she turns over one of the you know tags, and there's no price. She goes, "Hmm, I guess it's free." Mm-hmm. And Chloe's like, "No, it's actually really expensive." I was like, "We fucking know that. We're fucking joking." And I bought it. Chloe. Uh, seven ye. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. Got a very exciting guest today. Uh, some actors make you laugh and they tell jokes. And those are called like comedians, and we've had a lot of them on the show uh, to do like funny stuff. And they are comedy uh, people, and they do comedy jokes, and it's for uh, people to laugh at. Yes, yes. Some other actors, though, can can pretend to be sad and be really angry or get scared or get really scared. Mm. Uh, and that's a kind of actor we've wanted to have in here for a long time and, and be. Brave, too. Yes. And be very proud. And we've got a real stud here today, Zach Guilford. Hi. Star of Friday Night Lights. Mm. Off the map, The Mob Doctor. The upcoming Purge Anarchy. A lot of good shit I've done. Um, But I also just want to point out, you know, like, yeah, I'm brave and make people sad or all that. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could be funny, too. Oh, well, absolutely. No, one, oh, oh yeah. that was one of the first questions I had. One of the first questions I had. Because, you know, we're hanging out before we record this thing, and I'm laughing my whole butt off. Like, yeah. you're busting up my shit. And I'm going, how does this guy turn off his funniness? Like, acting. Oh, I mean, you know, to quote, to quote okay. the great comedian uh, John Lovitz. Mm-hmm. You know, from that classic SNL skit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, the pathological liar one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's you know, the, like people in this ticket. business, I think a big thing, I don't know if you've told your audience, people want to pigeonhole you. Yeah. You know, uh, so you got to diversify. And uh, yeah. I've been holding off on the funny in my career mm-hmm. just because yeah. I really want to wait for the right moment, in the right script. I don't want to do some shit comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No. Like, I don't know, Hangover 3 or some bullshit like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So am I allowed to swear on here? Uh, you can. You okay. can. Anyway. We don't let everyone. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll hold it back. Anyway, I just want to clear that up. Anyway. Uh, the Hangover Three was a piece of shit. It was a fucking <laughs> like a, a, a cunt. Yeah, and me. Yes, thank you, Hayes. And we um, 
I have a lot of regrets on what we did with that movie. It was yeah. a cash grab for us. Yes. When we, you know, we just kind of showed up on set and they were like, we want you to direct this. We want you to kind of do it all. And we thought actually uh, that it was going to be you. They were like, Zach G is... Is, yeah, yeah. is, is going to be involved, in yeah. And we're like, oh, great, no, of course. Great, yeah, well, we know we can guy. find it on the day then, yeah. Yes. And, you know, we show up and it's this fucking toad. No, I actually was busy filming Mob Doctor. I don't know if you guys... Yeah, I'm well, sure that's yeah. what we... the whole series. That's um, what we found out later. Well, later, going home and watching it on TV yeah. and then being like, oh, well, cause of course, so that's where he is. Yeah, so... Yeah. And they had you. Uh, did they accidentally switch roles in that? Because I remember your doctor's coat was like re- way too big. Like it was supposed to be a fat guy. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, no, I just uh, it gets hot under the lights if you're on a set. Mm-hmm. You know. And oh so yeah. This is like a little, you know, a trick that someone taught me early in my career. Like wear clothes that are a little bigger mm-hmm. because you won't mm-hmm. pit out in them, or you mm-hmm. know, you can fit more. Kind of undershirts underneath the soap. You keep up a tiny fan in there, one of those handheld fans. You can have it underneath your exactly. Lab and sound board. bitches yeah. about it, but sound bitches about everything. Yeah, they're like, oh, woo woo, can you not zip your zipper? Yeah, because that's yeah. right over the mic. Or like, don't touch your yeah, hand. Stop to your pounding heart. your chest. Yeah, and you're right. like, I'm fucking like acting here. Yeah, okay, and don't get shut up. Sound, just fucking hold your mic. And figure it out. Yeah, yes. I'm figuring out how to act. You figure out how to record the sound of my acting. You're Wait. doing your character is supposed to do like a gorilla yell. Yeah, my character's you're doing gonna a Tarzan pa- impression. You're gonna pound your chest. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Uh, and also, it's called the Mob Doctor. So yeah, I'm gonna be rubbing a stethoscope all around my chest in circles, trying to find the heartbeat. So yeah, you're gonna have a little bit of a sound problem, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Work it out. Figure it out. Fucking cruise. I swear to God, they get in the way. It's like we could make such great movies if it wasn't for yes. the Clear. sound and the lighting jerk offs oh, and all the Christ. fucking assholes. Yeah. Who's your least favorite person on the crew? Uh, man. Um, Don't make him pick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was telling you guys before, I think the person who drives me the most batshit crazy is the focus puller. Oh. oh it's like, they th- th- get this. I mean, audience, you guys know. Yeah. They'll come up to me after a scene and be like, hey, we're in really tight focus here, okay? So if you move just like an inch, you go out of focus. So can mm-hmm. you like kind of try and stay? I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm acting. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> really? I'm, I'm my, someone just died or I'm saving a life and I'm supposed to think about don't move an inch? No, yeah. like you turn your fucking knob. Man, my I get so upset, my language goes out the window. No, it's okay. That's it's true. Okay. It's so real. And yeah. well, well, it's really and raw. I don't know if you've noticed, but when somebody's like friend dies, like they do move an inch. <laughs> yes, you know, you move a foot. Even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And, and it's like, well, it's like tell my character not to move an inch, you know. And then he's like, why? Like, why yeah. can't I? But why my, is anyone my, my telling me what to do? Would move an inch. Yeah, of course. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's supposed to be this collaborative effort making yes. film mm-hmm. or TV, and uh, they just make it so about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, sad. It is sad. It's sad to think about the psyche of someone like that mm-hmm. who thinks that it's about them. And the other thing I've always wondered: um, I have a video camera. You ever heard of autofocus? Like. Jesus, like, why are you wasting my time turning yeah. this knob? Yeah. Just turn it mm-hmm. on autofocus. Everybody's happy. Well, they're afraid they're going to be put out of a job. Yeah, I sometimes know? wonder if they're even doing anything or if they're just, like, kind of making, like, a beep-beep sound as they 
Like yeah. pretend to turn a lever or some bullshit. I don't know. They're so sucky. Uh, Purge Anarchy is coming out in July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play Shane. Yep. Uh, like a scared guy. No, 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 no. Oh. Not scared. I mean, you know, it's there's shit going down. Right. But I'm not some little girl running around being scared. Oh. You know, I'm oh, not there good. with my wife mm-hmm. in the movie, Liz. Mm-hmm. Just did air quotes for yeah. the audience. Uh, yeah. And that woman, that character, is played by Keely, my wife, mm-hmm. in real life, my oh. real life wife. Yes. Um, and so that's I'm because, like, her. you're so committed to the role, you think of her as your wife, for real. Well, I do, but also because um, we actually got married in real life. Because, because of the real movie. life and the movie because are the movie like, basically so the same thing. Realistic. To you. Yeah, basically. I mean, mm-hmm. you you could explain it that way. Okay, mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. Yeah. What at what point in the movie did you get married? Um, like a year before. Okay. Wow. So all prep that during rehearsals, kind of. Yeah, kind of. During, so this is a sequel. We did it like uh, a few months before the first movie came out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, chicken or the egg sort of thing. I don't know. Yes. If I could real quick, I just can't help but notice the irony that we were talking about focus pullers and Sam got up and moved the microphone very loudly. Engineer Sam. Sort of pulling focus to Whose job is actually just supposed to be making sure that everyone can hear us. Right. And then he's like trying to make it that we can hear him doing something. Right. Does it? it, How come, Sam? Did you have something you wanted to? To say, and why would you have anything? I was trying to take a picture. The mic was in the way of your face. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oof. Yuck. This guy. Is, does he do all your shows? Uh, no, but no one else is good either. He's uh, Sean's little cousin. I don't know if people know that. But he's my little cousin, uh, a whiz on the internet, and mm-hmm. so that's great. But um, he's really great for computer stuff. But socially, good. not useful. Not all there. So why do you give him a mic? <sighs> uh, well, sometimes he has to go to the bathroom, and we need him to tell us if he needs to use the bathroom. Because <laughs> if he can't tell us in a way we can hear, then the it's going to be headphones. yeah. If we can't hear it on the A side, on the B side, it's going to be sloppy. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Sorry, but we digress. Yes, it's fine. He's not interesting. You're interesting. Thanks. Thanks. So you are married to a girl mm-hmm. uh, that was in the movie with you. Mm-hmm. What was that like going home uh, and like still sort of being in character and like having to negotiate your marriage to her in the movie and then in the real world? You know, it was really, it was really like. Just a mind boggle, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it's kind of this uh, life represents art, art represents life, and you get lost in the middle. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, and uh, you know, I could be pissed off at her for something she did at work that day, in character, out of character. Who knows at that point? Or I could be really into something she did. Mm-hmm. Right. I just want to get down, and yeah. then uh, and then realize she's just my wife. Right. Mm. And so then I start you? pretending she's the character again. It, it was. I'm kind of glad it's over because it, it put a lot of strain on the marriage. Uh, and now I just you're glad the marriage is. is over. No, actually, we kept the marriage going. Oh wow. Okay. Is that for the potential of a sequel or? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because... Smart! Mm-hmm. Savvy. I don't want to give anything away. Mm-hmm. So I won't. Oh, right. Scoop troop. Get out your pens, but don't write anything because Zach didn't say anything. But mm-hmm. he doesn't want to give anything away. But he almost did. I so just you gave should, you a nibble. So, so now you should have your pen ready. Yes, mm-hmm. in case he slips up again. And maybe just start drawing something while you wait. Just a little doodle while you're listening. Mm-hmm. But listen, listen close. Don't let it distract you from listening to the show. Our show. So maybe they shouldn't doodle then. So they no, just probably don't doodle. Just probably just put, put the, the put the pen down. Yeah, just probably put the cap. I'm not going to tell you anything, it. so you don't you don't need to take any notes. Now we've talked in the past, I think, about how much harder movies football is than real football. Hmm. Mm. Yes. I, I mean, it's true. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's like not only do you have to – think of it this way. A real football player, they don't have to act like a real football player. Yes. yes. You know, they just, they know how to throw the ball. They know how to get it where it's supposed to go and mm-hmm. all that, and they just do it. And it doesn't matter if it looks right or not Yeah, as long as they get the job done. I'm not actually a football player. I'm good enough to be, but I chose to go into acting. But so, like, while I'm – doing this and throwing balls or whatever I'm doing, mm. I also have to be acting, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so, which means I got to look good. I got to look, and depending on the scene, like, am I nervous about the throw? Am I confident in the throw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot. Do you want the throw to land somewhere or get hit by someone? Yeah. 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 I was watching, actually, if you've seen, like, a real football showdown, mm-hmm. uh, the guy throws the ball, and if it doesn't, Get in, get to be a catch. They don't have to do it again. They don't do another take. Mm-hmm. They just like it's now. It's like a different play, you know. So sometimes they'll just have like a like a like a bad throw, and then just show that on TV when it's supposed to be a good throw. And like for you, if you do a bad throw, you have to just keep doing it until you get, until it, get it right. until you throw a tight spiral and doing yes. the acting yes and dealing with all the below the line bullshit mm-hmm. you know you know the worst is when you like make this perfect throw you know and they're trying to follow the ball and it's this beautiful spiral and it's out of focus because <sighs> some dickhead some dickhead doesn't know how to turn his knob. Some bullshit. Auto focus. He knows how to turn one of his knobs, but not the right one at he's that time. He's probably sitting around he's, turning yeah, and the wrong he's knob. He's yeah, jerk, and, we, and he's jerking, jerking himself off yeah. during the during the take. Yeah, because he loves football. I like that you really explain things to your audience. Yeah, so because yeah. Well, well, sometimes they don't the jargon. Know. Sometimes it's easy because we know it. So when and we I don't say know if like, we, I don't know if we said this up top, but Zach, some of the people that are listening to this show are living in real bullshit states where there's no fucking movie. Movies, sure. and we don't know You've, how they even get. You know because of playing someone who is not like on the coast. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you've played a lot of characters. You like, someone from Texas. Mob I mean, Doctor mm-hmm. was in Chicago, right? Yep. Fucking like, how do you access? There's no ocean anywhere near there. How no. do you access the kind of character who doesn't like uh, like go to, like who goes to the mall to eat? Mm-hmm. It's 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 hard, man. It's a dark mm. place. Yeah, it's a dark place. And you know, I, I really I just fake it. Like I'll go to the wow. mall, I'll order something, and I'll pretend. You know that trick from from you know, like an A and W place or yeah, an A and W A and W or uh, 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 
Panda Express. Okay, I could, I've seen those. Yeah. What's your eating trick? You know where you like. It only works from the side, but you kind of put. You act like you're eating, and then you move it past your just mouth. past your, your mouth, mouth. And, yes. into your cheek, and then you just hide it in your ear. So I do it on my left side. Well, I just throw it on the floor. So someone on my right, to them, it looks like I'm eating. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you do a loud chewy noise. Yeah, exactly. Mm, so Ooh, full. And oh, then, that's good. You know, I stop. Like, luckily, they do have Whole Foods in most of these places, so I can yes. go get you know a good lettuce wrap or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yes. What is your actual eating uh, habits? What's your diet? Uh, my diet is just, you know, clean living, clean living, no mm-hmm. hormones, yes. no nothing. Do you juice? Oh, I juice. I'm a juiceaholic. Mm-hmm. I got the nice Breville juicer. That's the good kind of addiction, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's healthy. It's healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, every morning, it's like, and, and, and it all comes out like liquid too. It keeps you light. It keeps you spry. It mm-hmm. keeps you young. Yeah. I, I love the way it comes juice. out. Yeah. Orange juice. This, I love it. I haven't had that one. Orange juice? Mm-hmm. You've never had orange juice? I haven't done that one yet. You, I'm working my way through the fruits the and vegetables fruit. alphabetically, so I'm, I'm not to O You're yet. Not to O. Yeah. I'm kind of stopped on K. Zach, let's explain uh, the, the popcorn gallery, I guess. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, how do we break this down? So we told you about our – we have fans. We have people who listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh these people sometimes, when they're watching you on TV, right? Mm. If they have a question for you, they'll ask it, but you can't hear it. Like you can't respond to them because I'm not actually in the TV, right? I'm not exactly in their home, but right. it does look like you are because like they can see you. 100%. They can, you know, you're talking to them. Why yep. can't they talk to you? And another option they'll have is they might ask, you know, uh, one of their. You, a lot of times this is four generations living in the same house or something. So they'll mm-hmm. ask their great-grandmother who's sitting next to them mm-hmm. or they'll ask their ugly kid. Mm-hmm. They're all sharing a big bed. Uh, like, what do you think Zach would think about this? Mm-hmm. Yes, they're all sharing one huge bed. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. I'm watching TV. Yeah. And they'll say, what do you think Zach thinks? And it's like, that kid doesn't know. And right. the great-grandmother often can't even hear. So we try, you know, explaining that they can't ask you through their TV. Mm. Uh, we've given them the opportunity to ask you some questions through the show. They've posted on our forums. So these are real questions from our fans. And sometimes they'll be like, okay, I'll ask him a question. Can I, like, touch him now and stuff? And it's like, no, it's just like radio. Like, we don't, like, have that technology. We would if we could. Uh, but these are just questions for for you to, to answer from some of your fans and ours. Okay. Okay. And it's called the Popcorn Gallery because they serve popcorn in movies instead of peanuts. Peanuts. Mm-hmm. So it's sense? a play on the peanut gallery. In a way, sort that's of. a little too simple, and it's not your fault. That's a little too simple of a way to describe it. But you're, you're right close. around it. You're right you're around close. it. You're close. Yes. Thanks. You could throw a rock and hit the right answer from where you are. Um, uh, but we're going to ask you not to. So, so let's reach into the popcorn let's bag. Let's reach in there. <laughs> Yum! Popcorn! That's our sound drop. Yeah, it's a sound drop. That's my friend Mark. This is a question from Matt Cameron. Zach, if you could work with any director, how much money would you want to get paid? It's so hard to put a price on those sort of things. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, you know, because you're like, this is, I could work with anyone. Yes. But you got to get paid. You have mm-hmm. to get paid. You know, um, I've made some mistakes in my career where I worked for very little money mm-hmm. to work with not very famous directors. And mm-hmm. I regretted it. Yeah, now you're making me act sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, probably uh, – have you explained to your, your audience about quotes? This is a great opportunity what to discuss good quotes. opportunity. Yes, because what they're used to is going to work and then being paid in like a hollow tree. Like someone will leave the money in a tree and they'll just kind of fish it out. But and a lot and a lot of times too, the way that their bosses will regulate their money is I don't know if you know this, but when you've reached your hand into a hollow tree and you make a fist around Mm -hmm. a bunch of coins or whatever, it's hard to pull your hand out. It's the African monkey trap. So they make it so they can't get the money. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. African monkey trap. And so, in that way. They do need an education a little bit on getting a check. And I think they think of quotes probably as just Winston Churchill quotes. Mm-hmm. The whole, um, or like, you know, uh, walk softly and fear your country or whatever. Sure. Or like Chuck Norris facts like from the internet. But those actually aren't quotes. But a lot of people think they are. Mm. In our world, explain how a quote works uh, sort of in our well, so industry in our world, sphere. You know, an actor, a, a working actor, an established actor. Mm-hmm. Um you develop your quote, and so your first job, you make, let's just say, $5. Okay. So that's your quote <laughs> next time. And you're always going yeah. for a raise. And <laughs> this so, guy can be funny. <laughs> <laughs> with each job, you up your quote, and yeah. you're not taking less than your quote. Sure. So uh, to work with any director I want, I would take, you know, I'd have to increase my quote by 50%. Sure. Mm. You know, and I'm not going to put a monetary value on that because that's kind of gauche to say how much I make, but yeah. Yes, only a ghost would do that. Yeah. <laughs> too scary. I'm not too scary. Uh, here's a question from Tim Treese, uh, who I guess... Are these, are these real names? They sound very fake. Yeah, like a name <laughs> like... I don't know if they use like a Is different name Is this what name people's names are in the middle where you're... It might just be like their funny internet names. Like I... They're allowed to put whatever know. name... And I've tried to get this changed, but they're allowed to put whatever name they want on the internet. People can just do that. So really? there's no way to know if it's There's real. no accountability and... Uh, no, they go, you know... Because they go into the library and they get on those internet computers and they... I guess they each get like an hour a day on them. Yeah. And uh, they can put any name. Uh, and this is a question from uh, Tim Treese, who we should stop and point out now uh, donated uh, $300 to our show this week, mm-hmm. uh, which we know is like for for someone like him is like a really big gesture. Huge. To go around uh, your little town with like a bucket and like having people put change in and stuff for, for something like this. It's like in uh, church mm-hmm. where they pass that thing around. It's just yes. a scam. But take. here they have church outside there and right, so right. like we yeah. I'm an atheist, so why well, okay. too? Okay. Okay, yeah. come on. Not this. Not Science now. is my Sean, god. Sean, Sean. What did we Come on. Not here. Okay? Sorry. Hayes is afraid I'll alienate some of our fans. Anywhere else? You can talk about that. Well, you know that religion is the cause for most of the wars in this world. Sean! What are you doing? Well, it is. 
Did you mark that? Did you mark that, Sam? Mm-hmm. Did you mark the whole thing? Yeah, mark it to pump the volume up on it because it's important that a lot of the wars in this world are caused by religion. You, that's the number one killer, actually, is not uh, AIDS or whatever somebody said it is. It's war. Religion. And war, because okay, of the wars. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting back up. <sighs> Sorry, Zach. I, I wish you didn't have to see this between us, but... It's all right. Tim Treese asks... Zach, what training did you have to do to play a soldier in the Taylor Swift music video? <laughs> well, mm. you know, they actually Taylor had a um, an actual soldier come in mm-hmm. and make sure my uniform was all correct. Mm. Uh, and you know, they looked like a soldier, and my things were um, tucked in right. The mm-hmm. interesting thing is, and here's things- another thing. Everything was clarified. You know, well, you know, just like, like the pants into the boots and pants whatnot. and shirts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and also okay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. your stuff. Here's the interesting mm-hmm. thing, and this is another thing that your audience will learn about the industry. So, uh, you know, generally a soldier has a certain kind of high and tight. They call it in the military, and mm, this guy really hairstyle. wanted me to get that haircut. However, I was in the middle of another job and I couldn't cut my hair, mm. oh, so we had to hide okay. it with a hat. And he was really upset because that's not completely authentic. However, Taylor hired me second. She's in what they call second position. Okay. Um, Doggy style. You could call that, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, Uh, that's the uh, second most popular one, I think, in my house. (laughs) What's the first? Uh, Upside down. 69ing. First position. Yeah, that's first position. Now... The other thing that soldiers have to do is fight in wars. Did you have to get brainwashed into believing some bullshit ass religion in order oh to wear that soldier's God, uniform? Shot. I'm you just lost saying. Your fucking mind? A We're, lot of the troops. Sean, we are hanging by a thread. You know that. Wait, you guys are hanging by a thread? And I came in here? This no, is, no, no, me this no, is huge no, no, He's having a joke. Zach, Zach. Hayes you know is having me. a joke. I just joke. want to make sure we're all Zach, on the up and up Zach, here. Yes, you know my background and like doing comedy stuff and like. He's like having a joke jokes and, and it's like, about, it's funny only because we are so popular and they yes. are so uh, likely to keep making this show. Okay, I was just checking in on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's reach back. Well, we have to reach, actually we have to reach retroactively back in the bag for the second question. Okay, yeah, let's get in there. So do so reach back in for the Tim Trees question. Let me hit the sound drop that my friend Mark recorded for us. Yeah. Oh, I had my hand in the soda. Now, now we'll do it again for the third one. Mhm. Too much butter. This is a question from Show Show Bro. Show Show Bro says, "What's up, Seven? How many fish did you catch during the filming of The River Why? Did they stock a bunch of fish right before scenes, or did they just hook them out of a bucket, plop them in the water, and film you reel them in? Do you like fly fishing now?" I'm sorry, that's a lot of questions. But that's a lot. I think I can he's cover very them. he's very excited. I actually love fly fishing. Big mm-hmm. outdoorsman. Big outdoorsman. Yeah. Um, I've so backpacked important. across Alaska. I've ice climbed there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty serious. He also complimented. He says you were throwing some tight loops in that flick, so props to you. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I mean, that's it's it's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I through tight spirals, I throw tight loops if it's fly fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny little thing, the uh, what is it, American Humane Association, whatever, whatever. They're yeah. on set the whole time. We weren't allowed to hook a live fish. So if I'm fishing in the movie, yeah, I'm not allowed to have a hook on it. Just in case there happens to be a fish in the water and my hook happens to hit it. Even though that would be the most beautiful, authentic moment to catch on film. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we would have to do is I do all it and then we'd have to get a dead fish. Mm. I don't know how. I mean, do we just find dead fish or did we kill them? Mm. I don't know. And uh, we'd have to like, you know, hook that one. And so it's all in cutting, cutting, editing, Mm. editing. Um, So... All animals caught should, zero fish. All animals filming. should be dead. Well, no, a they lot. should. Because like the movies are f- for people. They are for people. If our freezer technology was good enough to keep the meat fresh, yes, I would say that we should have all animals be dead starting tomorrow. But I don't. I don't think it's practical. No, it's it's the practicality because we even if we could keep it all fresh, mm-hmm. we'd run out eventually. Right, and right. We, we want get to make so, more animals. So cold. But at that point, it'll all be on computers, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You can just do it right on your phone. You just 3D print to, from your phone, make a whatever, deer meat. or. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one more question from Michael Bay of Pigs. <laughs> Let's find his question in the bag. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Having you trouble do this finding the button before for you the push a button. Sound drop. <clears throat> Girl, there's a hole in the back. Oh, good. I'm going to jerk off through it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm fucking the popcorn. <laughs> Michael Bay of Pigs asks. Hey, dear Zach. Seems like a typo. <laughs> hey, dear Zach. Why do you throw around the pigskin where there are starving children in the world? Because um, they pay me to. You know, I mean, I don't want to be a starving child. That's So I find an honest job and make an honest living. That's correct. Um, yeah. If they want to stop being starving, they should learn how to throw a tight spot. Or learn how to do something. Mm-hmm. Probably start with speaking English. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a job. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. Go to McDonald's. There's there's one everywhere. Mm-hmm. Be like, go I'll, to, yeah, I'll fry the fries. Go to McDonald's, eat a big meal, and then start hunting for that job. Yeah. You know, you need some fuel in you first, I think yeah. is what you're getting at. You mm-hmm. can't get a job on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a casting director there some, who's looking at it for a location. Well, a lo- order, a, 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 order a in a funny account. way. Yeah. Always order, in a, you know, like have, you have like abbreviations for the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A breeds. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it, that would be a cool thing. If you've got some shtick going at the counter, maybe you're making fun of the way they have to dress at that uh, shitty restaurant. Yeah. And then, boom, you're on TV. Don't use that specific. That's... Sean's and they'll have heard it on a thing. So don't use that because... If it's a casting director, yeah, they're going to know that that you're you're using my stuff. That you were copying. Zach, thank you so much for for coming. Oh, it's uh, fun. And and, and helping us be educational. Do you want to plug any upcoming projects that maybe we don't know about or Mm -hmm. any stuff outside your movie stuff? Um, What's your... uh, Like, are you doing anything musically still? 
Yeah, but I like to keep that on the DL. You know, yeah. I like people to just that's find for me. you. I don't tweet yeah. about it. I don't whatever. But mm-hmm. if people are there, which they always are. Um, they mm-hmm. they experience it and they love it. Mm-hmm. They love it. It's it's actually it's it's interesting mm-hmm. because you get to be there and and really TV film. You know, I always go to my when my movies are in theaters. I go, you know, at least once a week to see it mm-hmm. um, and just you know feel the audience and what's going on. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know, sometimes I go door to door with a TV show and be like, "Hey, Mob Doctor's on." Yeah, I know you're watching. Can I come in? They're like, "Oh my god, oh, to Mob yes, Doctor have boyfriend. a meal with That's you." It's so funny that you say, "Can I come in?" Like, I mean, I want to be polite. Yeah. I actually say, "May I?" What a thrill! Yeah. Um, yeah but so anyway, but it's all, but it's already recorded. I know what's happening. Music. Yes. You know, it's just it's happening right there. It's it's like doing a live play, only the, the, the theater's dead. Mm-hmm. So any of you young actors who want to get into acting, skip the stage. It's mm-hmm. useless. It's not going to pay you anything. You're going to be stuck doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no uh, character development there. You're doing yeah. the same character, the same story every night. Every like anyone, night. If you figure it out how to do it once, you can do it eight times a week. Mm-hmm. Easy. Ugh. Sorry. But with music, you can just like put on that big mouse head and like just, oh, fuck. That's all right. That's all right. We can cut. I'm sorry. We'll we'll edit that out. Yeah. We'll slide. But yeah, it's the, that's true about stage work. Mm-hmm. I always say being on stage is like being inside a zoo. Like they're just there to see the monkeys throw their shit at each other, and it's depressing. It's and so depressing. Whereas they get sick, being, they don't live as long on stage. No, they can't. Um, but being on screen mm-hmm. is like you know. It's forever. way better than the, the zoo. Serengeti. Yeah. It's being yes, it's being in the jungle and you can live forever, swinging from vine to vine and eating whatever good fresh produce is on the trees. Um, <laughs> Rate us on iTunes. Uh, chat with us, us on the forums. Like, like us on our Facebook. Facebook page. So, oh yes, uh, buy the pro version of our show mm. to get the real extra juice. MWN bought the pro version this week. Uh, and his prize is uh, Zach Guilford is going to pretend that he's, like, throwing a pass to you. So, MWN. I'm doing it right now, MWN. Go long. Nice. Nice. Bye. Bye. Hollywood This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead. That was a HeadGum Podcast.